Welcome to the I Love Ugly audio show. My name's Valentin Nozic, creative director and founder of I Love Ugly. This episode is designed for those that are having a shitty day. We all have them, but unfortunately, not all of us have the tools and tactics to get out of them. This is based off an article I wrote a few weeks back, which got some great feedback. I was having a really tough week and an especially bad day when I wrote this, which makes it that much more real. I would highly recommend doing the task to get the most out of it. Enjoy. I really don't want to record this episode, which is precisely why I should. I've had a shit week, which makes me only want to do stuff that is easy. This is where the importance of consistency kicks in. I'm going to share some thoughts which I have written sporadically on my iPhone over the last 12 months that inspired the theme of this episode. It may not sound as polished as my previous episodes, but I thought I'd share it and put it out there anyway. You may feel that some of the ideas are good, some are okay, but regardless, they have helped me process certain challenges, trials, and tribulations over the last 12 months, and especially the last week, and I'm hoping at least some of them can also help you. When you get to the tail end of the year, which we're at now, it can often be the toughest part, as you are nearly at the finish line. You can practically see it. Yet, each step seems 10 times harder than the steps before that. Hopefully, this episode can give you the much needed boost to get you through to the finish line and also give you some useful tactics which you can also begin applying to 2020. I've just wrapped up designing our June 2020 collection and for some reason I found it exhausting and I struggled to meet the deadlines which I haven't done in a long time. This then prompted me to record this episode. Designing a collection every month while running a company that's rewarded and judged based on the creative output is challenging. Therefore, keeping a clear and calm head is imperative to sustain a constant flow of good quality ideas despite how I feel. It's essential to look at the thoughts you wrote down in the good times because they'll help you charge forward in the bad times. If you don't do this, I recommend it. I really think you should because there'll be patterns that you have developed which you probably are not even aware of. It's always interesting to observe your mood and points of view when you're going through certain things in your life, both good and bad. When sales are good and pouring in and things are going well, you feel you can conquer the world. When sales are dry and things aren't going well for whatever reason, you immediately think of a worst case scenario. It's so important to have a bunch of techniques, tools and tactics you can rely on when you have the shit days because the shit days happen to all of us so you may as well be well equipped. And I know this sounds cheesy but we're all here to do something special in our lives. Sometimes it takes a while to find out what that special thing is but you must start to think about it because it's going to give you the most fulfillment and drive and also mitigate the number of shit days or weeks you have going forward. If you don't know what your special thing is off the top of your head, write it down and answer this question. What are the areas of my life that bear the most fruit? This answer will startle you. The answer to this question will help cut through a lot of the bullshit you're doing in your life and in your business. The aim of life is to focus on the things that bear the most fruit. And by fruit, I mean what gives you the most satisfaction, the most financial reward, what gives you the most energy, what fills you up, what makes you feel amazing and happy, what gets you in the creative flow, what makes you feel like time just disappears, what makes you feel like you can tackle any problem. Go on and give it a try. To follow are a few ideas from my iPhone inspired from the books I've read, audio books I've listened to, conversations I've had with friends and family and randomness I plucked from thin air. 
These strategies are designed to be implemented over time to avoid the shit weeks. However, they are also powerful enough to implement straight away and get results even if you haven't done them before. I'm not suggesting my ideas are the only ideas, but they do help me a lot and they have certainly helped me charge through one of the toughest weeks I've had this year and also a pretty tough couple years with the business going in and out of failure. So here we go. Number one, keep an energy audit. This is something that's crazy powerful. I can't remember where I heard about it before, but I implemented it straight away and quickly got a clear picture of what's draining me and what's energizing me. It's super easy to do. I'd recommend doing it on a spreadsheet rather than writing it down so you can keep it tidy and do it fast. I recommend keeping an energy audit for at least a week to give you a good overview of the week, including how you feel on weekends and Mondays where you tend to be a lot more lenient with your discipline and habits. All you need to do is make four columns and write the day and date along with how many hours of sleep you got the night before in the title. In column one, write all the tasks that you did that day. For example, meditation in the morning, a meeting with such and such, making music for an hour or so, whatever. Column two, write down the time you did it. For example, I meditated from six o'clock to 6.20 a.m. I met with James from seven, to eight, seven a.m. to eight a.m. Just write, write all the times of how long it took you, how long you spent that particular task for. Column three, write what you drank or ate that day. For example, I had butter and coconut oil, black coffee and two glasses of water and a chicken sandwich. This is key because you also distinguish what foods you should avoid and if you're drinking too much coffee or if you're not drinking enough water. Record what you ate and drank from the moment you got up to when you go to bed, even if you had a meeting or even if you ate nothing. So now on column four, in my opinion, the most important column, your energy rating. This is how each segment, task, and what you put in your mouth makes you feel. You need to keep this really simple. I would suggest a plus two if you feel extremely energized from the task or the meal. A zero means that you feel okay, and a minus two means that it completely depleted you and made you feel like shit. Highlight anything above plus one in green so you can visually see everything that makes you feel great, and highlight everything below minus one in red so you can see everything that makes you feel crap and that's draining you. This whole exercise seems laborious, however, it becomes fun and pretty damn satisfying to look at after a week. You begin to see the patterns. The aim of the game is to get your energy levels above plus one as often as possible and to eliminate all the stuff that drains you, which means all the minus ones. After having my bad week, I looked at my energy audit after not looking at it for a while. I noticed I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't sleeping enough, I wasn't exercising as much, which affected my mood, and I wasn't doing enough creative work. I immediately made the changes and implemented all the tasks and foods that gave me a plus one and plus two energy rating. I eliminated anything that was a minus one and a minus two and could straight away feel the difference. P.S. You can view my energy audit on our website where the written version of this episode is. Number two. Don't rely on motivation, rely on your habits. Some days we just aren't motivated and we just aren't feeling it. That's okay, because motivation is like a warm bath. It can come on strong and then it can slowly fade away for whatever reason. To rely solely on motivation to get through the tough week just isn't gonna work 
Instead, lean on your habits and rituals even if you don't feel like it. It's your habits and routines that will carry you on the days that you don't feel motivated. Regardless of how I feel, I do my absolute best to stick to my habits, especially my morning routines, as this keeps me aligned to my goals, kicks me into gear, and also allows me to win the day. I usually become motivated and feel a lot better as a result of it. Number three, stay clean. It's easy to eat crap food, watch TV, drink alcohol, or smoke some weed to make you feel better momentarily during those tough weeks. Just don't do it as it's gonna make you feel worse once the dopamine hit is gone and the poison is in your system. Instead, you're best to double down on your health and indulge in nature and positive material. You'll feel 100 times better about yourself tomorrow, trust me. Number four, find a lesson in the struggle. Out of pain can come as some of your most significant breakthroughs and lessons. Out of a battle can be a distinction to a new idea or something you have missed entirely. Ask yourself questions like, what am I not seeing? What's a lesson here? What's a gift wrapped up in disguise? If you are having a bad week, it's because you're either doing something that's not giving you fulfillment and is depleting you, or you're doing something not congruent with your goals and values, or you're eating, sleeping, and exercising incorrectly, or you've just been watching way too much Netflix, so cancel that account or get the hell off it. Number five, delete the apps. Apps are a killer. They're designed to keep you in, addicted, and to compare your life to others. Delete the apps. Try it for a week. Trust me, you'll soon realize that they aren't adding much value to your life, and you'll be a lot, 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 lot happier as a result of it. If you can't delete them for whatever reason, you should set some time restrictions through the settings on your iPhone or Samsung. This here could make you feel a whole lot better. Number six, write down your thoughts. When you have those bad days or weeks, it's essential to write it all down. Let it pour out. Don't worry about punctuation or structure. Nobody's gonna read it, probably. The point is to figure out exactly what's going on in your mind and in your life. If you don't write it down, you allow your mind to wander and your imagination to think of all sorts of idiotic worst case scenarios, false information, or things that don't even exist at all. Writing down your thoughts and problems allows you to become more factual realistic and logical. There's something magical about writing out a problem. When you begin writing it out, you start figuring out how to resolve it. The magic of writing it down is now you can see your problem objectively and see what's really going on. When it's written down, it creates a space between you and the paper and now the solutions can actually begin to grow. Number seven, take a break. This is honestly one of the most important rules. We live in a society where we're so obsessed with go, 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 go. If you have been non-stop, you just need to listen to your body sometimes and take a break. Change your environment, get out of the office, get off your phone, reconnect with yourself and the world and nature. Despite the last week of November being the busiest time of the year for myself and for I Love Ugly, I took the Tuesday off to go fishing, didn't turn my phone on all day and was a happier man as a result of it. A day later, I'm back on track and recording this episode. It's essential to write down ideas and precisely what you're doing and eating when your life is going great, as it will allow you to be that person more consistently. The problem with not liking yourself is it's the only person that you can't get away from. So you might as well work harder on this person than anything else or anybody else. Focusing on your weaknesses and the frustration of a bad day will distract you from your purpose and only give you more of them. 
If you want to think big and do things that shift the game, you need to go against the grain and have tricks up your sleeve to obliviate those sour weeks. What comes with being a game changer is a lot of bad days and a lot of challenging weeks. You need to do things that other people are scared about or disregard and not let fear get in your way. Other people in society have certain rules. A lot of these rules are designed to keep us in a box, on our phones, keep us safe from embarrassment and avoid us from taking risks or even feeling bad. Don't buy into that bullshit. You need to look above these rules. Don't think safety, think progress. Don't think easy, think fulfilling. Don't think just about today, think about the future. Tell yourself that it's okay to be a big picture thinker and do things as a contrarian would. Tell yourself it's okay to experience a bump in the road because tomorrow you're gonna get back on your path. All of a sudden things will begin opening up. Opportunities, epiphanies, solutions to problems, a ton of energy and enthusiasm, perspective on more significant issues and a wave of confidence that will enable you to achieve and become somebody that you would have not imagined or someone that others admire. The mind is like any other computer. You just need to figure out how the software works. There's plenty of information out there. You just need to learn the code of what works for you. I genuinely hope this episode gives you some value. When things are a struggle, I always try to do something creative. And as it counters, the feeling of indulging in self-pities. A few days ago, I designed a rug for our June 2020 collection next year as we're starting to broaden our product category as our demographic broadens. Here's what the rug said, which almost reads like a poem. Someone said creativity takes courage. Someone said there's more power in telling little than telling all. Someone said focusing on your weaknesses distracts you from your purpose. Someone said life is different for everybody. Someone said you need to go from being a needer to a feeder. Someone said failing is ordinary, but raising up again and again is extraordinary. Someone said that it's not the eyes that see things, it's the mind. Someone said it's better to love ugly than have ugly love. Someone said you don't get rich by owning things. Someone said that one of the most powerful lessons to learn is to figure out what to do in the situations that seem to have no solutions. Someone said you have to figure out how to work hard without burning out. Someone said one of the best ways to be creative is by hanging out with people that are more creative than you. Someone said the best quality questions give you the best quality answers. And someone said you first get attention, then you go through some criticism, then you get the admiration and the love. I hope this episode helps and adds some value to your day. Please do me a favor and share with anybody that needs to hear it as it gives me the energy knowing that this work is helping other people. Enjoy. V. Thank you everybody for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and found any type of value, please subscribe to our podcast, share with your friends, and give us a five-star review on iTunes to be in the draw to win a $200 I Love Ugly gift voucher. We will be drawing a winner monthly. Good luck and see you on the next episode.